You're listening to Be You with Jackie Moore. Hey guys, welcome to episode four. This episode is titled Planning to Fail. I realize that two episodes in a row have to do with the word fail or failure. It's not going to be a theme, I promise. It just kind of worked out that way. But today I want to talk about um, planning and one of the ways that you can use this episode, kind of my original vision or intent for how to plan this and work this into your daily routine. My hope is that, or how I have this set up anyway, is that you would listen to my podcast daily, Monday through Friday. That's why I'm putting out so many, um, but for short amounts of time, is so that you can make it a part of your routine. Like Starbucks and mascara are part of my morning routine, and I hope that you might make this part of your morning routine. And that's not necessarily because I think that I'm all that great. Actually, um, if you ask the people really close to me and around me, this whole podcast thing in general has really unearthed a good bit of self-doubt that has not been fun and I'm not crazy about it happening. But that's okay. God is good and we're working through that. But I really hope that this podcast becomes part of your routine because I think it's so important to have a plan every day to meet with Jesus and to point yourself towards Jesus. So um, if that's in the morning for you, great. But if it's not, that is okay too. For me, it's in the morning because I'm not good at mornings, but you decide whenever you want to do it. There are multiple verses though that talk about doing things in the morning that point us to Jesus or getting our mind focused on Jesus. Like for example, Psalm ninety fourteen. It says, satisfy us in the morning with your faithful love so that we may shout with joy and be glad all of our days. Right, so what I think God is trying to communicate to us here, um, and I think that that's a good, this is a little side note, I think that's a good question to ask God before you read the Bible and during and even after. God, what are you trying to communicate here? Right? What are you trying to say about yourself? What are you trying to say about me? What are you trying to say about others? Um, have those conversations with the Lord as you're reading. But back to this passage, it says, satisfy us in the morning with your faithful love. So I don't think that this is saying that we only want God to satisfy us in the morning. We only get his love in the morning. I think it's encouraging us and pushing us to see the importance of talking to the Lord and getting our mind focused on Jesus in the morning. Right now, you may be better than me, and if you are, that's great, but I can unfortunately spend a lot of mornings, the first five 10 minutes, unfortunately, like scrolling. So my alarm goes off. I hate the sound of my alarm. Like when people have my alarm as a ringtone, I'm like, what are you doing? Why would you make me cringe in the middle of the day? But anyway, when you grab your phone, you turn your alarm off and then you're laying in bed looking at it and it's just there, right? Social media is just there. And so you just start scrolling or at least that's what I do. Um, But that's not getting our mind right on Jesus in the morning. So one thing I'm trying to do is is to not do that and to just get up and start going. But I'm still not great at mornings. And so I thought, oh, maybe we could have something to just listen to. And even reading, a lot of times I know there are some things out there that you can like read instead of scroll. But really, I like 
push it to the limit and I have to get out of bed and be doing stuff as soon as I'm actually awake. So I thought it would be really nice to have something to listen to that's short while I'm doing my makeup or on my drive to work. And so that's where um, this idea came in. So five, Psalm 5.3 even talks about additionally um, spending time with God in the morning. And then verses like Romans 12.2 talk about the importance of renewing our mind every day. So this is something that we should be doing on a consistent basis is spending time with Jesus, spending time in the word, praying. It's kind of like working out. So for some people, like in the Fit Fam, it's like they eat, they sleep, and they work out. And the only reason that they eat and they sleep is because they have to do that to have energy to work out. Otherwise, they'd just be working out all the time. More power to you. I don't get it. That's not me. I just run enough to stay in shape and eat like it it balances out that's why I work out or my husband laughs at what I call working out but that's why I work out most of us have to plan to work out right if if we just say we're going to work out it doesn't always happen a lot of people I know have a gym membership or they have signed up for workout classes that they've had to pay for as a way to to hold themselves accountable and my bet is that even our fit fam peeps they had to start somewhere, right? They had to hold themselves accountable at some point. There has to be something beyond the I need to work out New Year's resolution, right? The whole, the, the old adage, um, the first step is admitting you have a problem. Well, it's true. We do need to be self-aware and we have to know what our problem is. But if we just admit we have a problem, like we don't make it past that step, we just spend our whole life two-stepping. Right, knowing what our problem is, not doing anything about it. Knowing what our problem is, not doing anything about it. So if a lot of us struggle with spending time with Jesus, like we just don't get to it, well, that's good that we can admit that at small group or we can admit that to a friend, but let's make a plan. Like let's come up with something. Let's start changing our lives to figure out how we can we can change that and we can have more of a plan. Right? Because um any not any, a lot of NFL teams, you know, are better than the Browns. If you're a Browns fan, I'm sorry. But even the Patriots can't show up to play the Browns with no plan because you have to have a plan to do well. So even if you're like, I mean, I'm spontaneous. I don't really do the whole plan thing. Okay, but just be realistic about your last week. How did spontaneity work out for you in your time with Jesus? If it's not happening, then you might need to start making a plan. I mean, if we need to make a plan to work out, if we need to make a plan to work, to do all of these things, to spend time with our friends, then how much more do we need to plan to spend time with the Lord? One of my favorite sayings is if you're failing to plan, then you're planning to fail. I know this doesn't give us the right to be a diva and throw a huge fit when things don't go our way exactly as we planned. We plan with open hands, but Proverbs 25 does say that we should be planning, right? It says, the plans of the diligent certainly lead to profit, but anyone who is reckless certainly becomes poor. So I think that this can apply to work, right? In my work, if I don't plan. I'm a high school teacher. So if I don't plan, it's going to be chaos and I'm going to feel super insecure and I'm going to feel like I'm not a good teacher. If I just show up and say, what do y'all want to do today? What do you want to learn? Right? I don't know. I don't really plan. 
Um, so I have to plan in my work. But I think that this goes beyond our work as well, right? That this verse is also referring to, could be referring to our personal time with the Lord. It says the plans of the diligent certainly lead to profit. So profit here could be a good, a vibrant, healthy relationship with the Lord, one that we are enjoying and spending a lot of time with him. But sometimes that's not just always going to happen naturally, right? We have to actually plan for that to happen. So if our relationship with Jesus is the most important thing about us and the most important thing to us, then it might be a good idea to prioritize spending time with Jesus, right? God never leaves us. He never forsakes us. Take that to heart. God is always with us. Once we are believers, his Holy Spirit resides in us, but this doesn't mean that we just do our own thing once we've been saved, right? We still have to spend time listening to, talking to, worshiping, learning from Jesus. And for me, this rarely happens spontaneously. It does sometimes, but even then it's when at some point during the day I've prayed, God, help me see you today. Help me live for you today, right? We typically have to make a conscious effort to see things the way that God sees them, to appreciate the beauty that he has given to us. Satan has a plan to destroy and kill as much as he can until his time is up. John 10.10 10 talks about this. 1 Peter 5.8 talks about this. He even talks about Satan being like a lion prowling around looking for things to destroy. But Satan is not God, right? We, we don't have to be scared about that, uh, but we do need a plan. He's not even as close to powerful as the Lord, but we do have to figure out some kind of way to defeat and be aware of, because if we're not even aware and we're not even trying, then it's going to be really easy for him to distract us with your best friend's post on Instagram or your best friend's story. You've got to watch all of it so she can see that you saw all of it, right? Or your kid's needing something from you or your spouse wanting to spend time with you, right? There are good things sometimes that keep us from spending our alone time with God if we don't plan for it. At the end of Ephesians, it goes into more detail about how we can fight Satan. We're not going to go into that today, but you can Google it if you don't know what I'm talking about. But ultimately, my point is we need a plan. We need to know our strengths and weaknesses. For me, morning is realistically often a time where I'm weak, right? Like I there just out, out myself now. There are multiple mornings where I'll call or text my husband, ask him if he's still here. And if he is, I say, can you come help me get up? Like that's how real it is. We don't have kids yet. And so I don't have like a, someone needing my attention necessarily. So it's a struggle to get out of bed sometimes. Um, I still have my alone time with Jesus, but sometimes for me that looks like, actually a lot of times it looks like on my lunch break or during a small portion of a planning period. But I still, I see these verses and the importance of fixing our mind on Jesus in the morning. So that's why I like this podcast. I'm going to listen to it myself on the way to work just to help me get my mind focused on Jesus and really get my mind right because it doesn't make your day easier necessarily. Um, I definitely had to learn that the hard way. I can remember even just this last year doing my quiet time in the morning, having a great time, so proud of myself, woke up early and I had a terrible day. And I was like, really God? Like I spent time with you. What is this? But it's not, it's not a merit-based salvation that we have, right? We, we know that or hopefully we know that. Um, but it does help you 
approach your day differently, regardless of the situation. It doesn't always change the situation, but it can change you, right? It can change how you are approaching. And so my hope is that you will listen to this podcast and it will point you towards Jesus because we want to be ready to love people. And maybe you're great at mornings, but halfway through the day, like while you're in car line or while you're walking back to class about to go be with your roommates, you just need something to help you like love Jesus and love people better and to be positive and and uplifting. Listen to it then, whatever it looks like for you, but have a plan. Plan to spend time with Jesus because when we're spending time with Jesus, when we're getting our mind right, then we love Jesus well and we love people well. And really, that's who we were created to be. 